I V M I V M Hey everyone this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries Kyrie returned for the Nets today but the Nets continue to lose five losses in seven games and this time against an already in shambles Portland Portland beat the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> the Hornets won two games in a row against Milwaukee Bucks in 3 days wow lamelo ball is really balling out uh yanis seems to be miss do already a lot i mean uh, once the three trio are back they don't they didn't lose a game in like 12 and then yeah somebody other is missing and then they go on losing and they're just Uh, hanging on to that third spot a fourth spot now in the eastern conference miami heat has leapfrogged them the cavs scraped out a win against the uh, sacramento kings that was a very close game and the pistons the highlight of the day pistons beat the utah jazz lots of stuff to talk about we'll focus on the eastern conference mid table today whether you're an established sports person or a budding one or simply a sports enthusiast join us tanvi and shlok We are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy, mindset and everything sport. So tune in to the Millennial Athlete every Monday only on the IVM Podcast Network. Trust us, it's going to be lit. All right, I I wanted to talk about the Toronto Raptors who have now silently pulled on a six game winning streak and are just one game behind an automatic playoff spot. An automatic playoff spot. This was a team that we thought would tank. This was a team that we thought would finish maybe 13 14 15 maybe just the magic and the pistons behind them but they've been playing really well nobody's really been noticing because they n- never really touched the top 5 uh, top 4 now they are there and we are suddenly sitting up and taking notice fred van fleet is on a tear he's averaging 30 points in his last 8 games uh he's he's on a rampage and he's probably one of the uh, contenders for an all star spot at least in the reserves do you think so I, he, on merit yes on entertainment i think we covered this in the ashishakya episode right on mm-hmm. on merit yeah i think it's not just the recent spate of uh, this run of form i think he's been bowling all season uh, yep. again fantasy league giving us most of our uh, player judgment <laughs> we have so much bias from fantasy league man but no he's been he's been amazing all season and i think even um, last year and a bit of uh, him in the bubble and so on I think there were always glimpses of this version of Van Fleet um that were popping up every now and then which is kind of why the franchise was okay not just this yeah. off season but even towards the end of last season to listen to good offers for Lowry of course Lowry is a yep. franchise legend so they wanted to uh, do right by him but they were willing to move on now and build around FVV and that's kind of why they they made those uh, they made the trade with Portland for Gary Trent Jr. and all of those things yep. because they see this is the this has their future. Anunoby and uh, add FVV and Gary Trent and Siakam yep. of course is young, right? So yeah. it's a, it's an interesting squad. It's a great front office one that not too long ago built a chip winning squad. Um, so I think they're on the right track now. A lot of injury hit runs of games later, they finally seem to have a squad back. Siakam was in and out for a long time, and so mm-hmm. it's just FVV, right? And Siakam's come back. He's looked great. Uh, you would know the numbers or 26 and 11 or something in the last in the last five games, yeah, five games. Okay, okay. And and FVV has been walling out all season. Now, great team. Where do they go from here remains to be seen. But I, they these guys remind me a bit of 
imagine if you had portland at full strength no mm-hmm. in, no injury to lillard mm-hmm. um of course they have a three guard uh, squad they have three mm-hmm. legend guards right cj dm and uh, and paul who Powell. they picked mm-hmm. up from from here um it's a bit like portland when they're running full steam which is it's it's a very potent offense Mm-hmm. maybe the raptors offense is a little more diverse and spread out than the portland offense but it's a very potent offense but defensively they're just prone to all kinds of misses every every now and then they're not really very consistent there are they not unlike say the grizzlies who've been on the up but both ends of the court versus say the raptors were not quite yeah they kind of play positionless basketball i mean leaving out uh, leaving out fpv who plays the point guard the remaining four yeah. are just flexible and can be shifted around there's a bunch of 6 foot 7 6 foot 8 guys and they, all of them can be moved around like there's Gary Trent Jr there is uh, Siakam there is OG Anunoby and there is Scotty Barnes they, they don't play in any real yeah. center Chris Boucher is a center but he hardly exactly. gets any minutes off the bench right yeah and, for a guard that height's okay but for like a big man that's neither here nor there the size <laughs> exactly yeah. so uh, they play with a bunch of uh, you could say small men throughout the floor but they're not really small when it comes to the backcourt so it's kind of a mid-sized team uh and that can be dangerous because you don't really know what to expect from this team right and they've actually been doing well that pickup of scotty barnes at number 4 was kind of uh they had the doubts at the start of the season when he was even ahead of jalen suggs who went number 5 but i think this guy is in running for rookie of the uh, rookie of the year along with uh, ivan mobley he's yeah, been yeah. really really good he's kind of yeah. held the team together in the absence of anunoby and siakam uh, in fact FPV Anunoby and Siakam have just played eight games together, and it's all been FPV and uh, Scotty Barnes picking up the load, helping the Toronto Raptors stay in the contention. And now that sure. they have their superstars back, wow, they are really uh, messing it up for them. Uh, do you believe in the squad to make the playoffs? First of all, yeah, yeah, I think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think they're going anywhere once they do. Uh, not mm-hmm. now, not ever. This squad, mm-hmm. as it stands today, I don't think will amount to anything special beyond making the playoffs. but therein lies the the genius of the toronto raptors we've seen them do this once uh, masai ujiri do this once before yeah. with this with the squad right where they come to a certain stage in fact at that point they had an even more promising squad because they had a right. young backcourt of of a uh, you know at the peak of their powers um, kyle lowry and demar derozan mm-hmm. enough to take them to the eastern conference finals right of course now they ran into lebron james but it was still a very very quality uh, high quality team they took that and then they flipped those interesting pieces around to get kawai to land kawai put a squad around him get magasol and all these guys ibaka etc and boom they cleaned the chip now granted several things went their way to do that but even otherwise there would have been a runners up yeah. and runners up at the very least which is what the phoenix suns are today so i see them doing that again uh, this squad will make the playoffs i don't think they'll do anything special there second round exit at best Mm-hmm. And it'll repeat season after season unless Siakam suddenly turns into Shaq. I don't see them really mm-hmm. causing trouble in the playoffs. But they are so well poised, and maybe one good free agency pickup or one good trade away from from being contenders again. Only drawback: it's Toronto. Somebody would have to want to move to to Toronto. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a bad city, but it's not a warm weather location, and it's another country altogether. So you also see that this season where a lot of teams are avoiding sending their. superstars to toronto because you might get stuck because of the covid rules and all of that the warriors sent a second string g league unit rather to the toronto uh, to toronto and today the suns play the raptors will it'll be interesting to see if the suns full string goes there i don't expect them to because they've been playing an empty stand one uh two 
they don't really want to risk that whole journey and the rules of immigration and Correct. covid in place and all of that i think raptors have kind of got an advantage there they've been playing weaker teams at home but well you don't decide that right you get to play who you are put against and all you can do is print out victories and then stay in contention hey listen if if fans count as home court advantage home court should count as home court advantage i mean their home court really is they have weaponized their their home court yeah so maybe they should move back to tampa i don't know what do you think <laughs> i don't know i i i like the i like having a canadian team in the league oh, just... they should go to australia go to australia <laughs> yeah teams will spend four days traveling around the world to come back yeah yeah and run into immigration police kyrie especially he's not coming back <laughs> he's australian so he'll survive <laughs> no no they it's so uh, that's, that's the weird thing about australia when this whole jokovic thing surfaced and they didn't let him in and all that and i'm thinking inside why are you guys surprised they didn't let their own citizens in the aussie cricket team after they played against yep. india yep. one of those series yep. in ipl they were allowed to yeah they yep. were allowed to go back home they, they had to yep. go to dubai and whatever they couldn't go back yep. home so nope <laughs> nope <laughs> uh here are raptors uh, i could say rivals for that plain spot playoff spot right and these are the teams that could contest against them four of these six teams can qualify okay the celtics yep. the hawks hornets wizards knicks and the raptors these are six teams uh, only four of them can make the playoffs which four would you pick or which two would you eliminate let's make it easier uh, i think the knicks are out uh, i just mm-hmm. i think so it. too i think it's so just, too one season wonder looks like at this point uh, they just look jaded and worn out barrett is kind of having a field day every day which basically <laughs> means everyone else is asleep Hey everybody, it's been another great week on the IVM Podcast Network. On Think Fast, Varun and Suchita start off the new year with a deep dive into hybrid working models, the bustling creator economy, and end with some insights from the movie business. The Simplified Gang decode what Web3 and NFTs are with Eklavya Bhattacharya, an expert in the space. On the Airball Diaries, Monisha Nishanta joined by comedian Ashish Shakya. They discussed their introduction to the world of the NBA and what got them hooked. On probation set promotion tak abhinav answers the age old career question passion or stability and on the life manifesto zarina teaches us the much needed art of decluttering do follow us on social media where ivm podcast on twitter facebook instagram and linkedin and remember if you're enjoying this show or any of our other shows for that matter please do tell a friend also don't forget to rate us on any of the platforms you're listening to us on and you can also check us out on youtube you can have a list of all of our shows at ivmpodcast.com/youtube and finally we'd like to thank our sponsors this week bank of baroda and coinswitch kuber Um, they they won by an astounding margin yesterday but julius yeah, randles scored two points and that is why some yeah the, the, but that's what i'm saying if barrett's having a run of good games then you basically have to conclude without even looking at the stat sheet that nobody else is playing well if barrett's <laughs> getting those many shots and points off right it's like it's like back in the day if ralph schumacher finishes on the podium the first question is how many people crashed in the race <laughs> like there's no way this guy came third without like 15 people crashing in the race it's it's that sort of situation so i think for me um new york is straight out clean out atlanta it just blows my mind yeah. if, if it's puzzling why indiana are so down low mm-hmm. atlanta is even worse but yeah. again it's a one one man show um, i think that's an eastern conference finalist i mean they should at least be in playoff play in contention they're yeah. sitting in 12th spot right yeah, now so, I, i really can't so collins got paid <laughs> Collins got paid. <laughs> right? Collins has not been at fault here. Yeah. Quetta's got well. Quetta got paid. 
Hurt, uh, I got hurt. <laughs> who, who's at fault? I know. I'm just saying. Last season, forget this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hurt now, but last season, all these guys yep, were playing, yep. and they were playing at a pretty high level, which is why they became such a formidable team. And all of them were chasing that bag. Now they got the bag. Somebody's in there. Somebody's demotivated. Um, Collins is pissed off that his uh, usage rate has gone down and blah blah blah. Yep. I think they've got some. Uh, it's it's the year two challenge. This is why it's so tough to build a sustained. Uh, run of form because all of these issues start creeping in and man management becomes uh, right. a paramount point. So anyway, um, it, it is shocking for me Atlanta, but but I just don't see the Wizards sustaining this uh, this ranking that they have. Right, so I'd probably say New York and Washington out, um, and it's sort of a Duke fest between um, uh, Toronto, Charlotte, Boston, and and Atlanta. Now the top six automatically qualify, right? I of don't course. see anyone dropping out from there. So now it's just right. these guys in the in the planes. I think the Cavs are good for top six. I agree. I agree. I think the Celtics and Hawks have enough quality despite all their struggles this season to just uh, yeah. stay yeah. there, stay in the seventh, eighth, ninth, at least tenth spot. Uh, the Hornets have been amazing, so I can't really rule them out. Yeah, I think the Wizards will drop out. Although Kuzma has been amazing, he's become a twenty re- uh, rebound guy now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the Hornets? They sit right behind the Raptors. This is the most uh, how do I even call this team? They have an offensive rating of three. They have an offensive rating of three. Yeah. Uh, the defensive rating is 27th in the league. Uh, they've led by Lamelo. Rosier has been balling out now. Hayward has been a stable. Bridges has been off there. Bridges has been playing for that contract. And number five, they rotate between Plumlee, PJ Washington. Kelly Oubre off the bench has been electric. Unfortunately, I didn't see this last year when he was playing for the Warriors. He's barely been electric. He's scored eight <laughs> He's threes in a quarter. Threes. I know, I know. Eight threes in a quarter. <laughs> but this team allows 48 rebounds a game, which is like the 29th in the league. They don't really have a proper big. Yeah, they don't, have, they don't have a number four. They don't have a number five. A trade there to get in one of these a four or a five, a genuine quality one. And I think the Hornets would be really tough to beat. Yeah, they are one of the worst owners in the history of basketball uh, based on <laughs> trades and draft picks and all of that. Lamelo is probably the only pick they've ever got right. Um, were they the ones to... I, I get so confused now, but uh, I think it was the New Orleans Hornets that drafted Chris Paul, not not the Charlotte. I don't mm-hmm. know the yep, franchise yep, shift. New Orleans, yep. but, but yeah, so a terrible track record. <laughs> don't have any faith that they will uh, do anything in a hurry. Um, and I think... Look, Plumlee can't be your answer. If exactly, if I need a where can I get a good big man is the question. Mason Plumlee is not the answer. There's a bunch uh, of good big men around the league. I mean, yeah, just we've done this to death. We've like Christian Wood or someone. Yeah. Nerlens Noel would do. Turner, Noel Wood. Exactly. We've done this topic. Bunch to death, of right? uh, tall men in Sacramento. Yeah. I mean, they're playing with every every game. You see two new centers playing at the yeah. four and five for them. Yeah. Yeah, and if they if they hate Whiteside so much, might as well. Um, you know, Whiteside is in Utah. He had a great game yesterday. Hmm. You Whiteside is in Utah. Wait, Whiteside moved. He's still in the league yeah. and he moved. Yeah, oh. he's in Utah. He had a great you, game yesterday. You wake me up in the middle of the night. Rebounds. You wake me up in the middle of the night and ask me where Whiteside is. I'd probably say Portland still. <laughs> I'm still in. The, I don't know what. I I that's the one player I don't get by the. I just don't get why he's not valued. Because yep. when he plays, granted, he's not phenomenal on offense, but neither is Nurkic. Like when he was there, yeah. I didn't Whiteside get the obsession. Enough blocks in yeah, every exactly. game to have him in the roster, right? If and Miles Turner can defend. play every game, if Miles Turner can play every game, I think Whiteside can yeah. play every game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, so a plethora of options, right, for for Charlotte to get, but but that's uh, most likely going to have to wait till next season. 
for this season where are they going to go it's a solid team if they play to their potential they're probably stronger than the celtics right now celtics are, are hit and miss on too many fronts um at this point doesn't look like they're even motivated to to really push through they they're playing the largely for pride and for ego but, but it seems like that's about it doesn't look like a team with a plan at all um so you see the individual stats but you don't really see that same uh celtics energy that you used to see when it's basically two individuals dominant. and one of them really has a good game every other day they're not even playing together that's my point the two individuals <laughs> each one does their own thing it's not like yep. there's a cohesive plan in place um they're in shambles celtics and they're still up there because of the quality of those two individuals and, and yep. the, you know squad around them the only plus point for them this season is hawford seems to have found some semblance of basketball back that's about it other than that is just been all doom and gloom for the celtics so i i think interesting um to see among uh, among these teams who really finally makes it to those planes but i think new york is a safe bet to go out and mm-hmm. i would take a punt on the hawks and say both them and the celtics move above uh, the wizards true, true. i then, think they have enough quality to move there yeah, and then it is what it is All right, so that was the Eastern Conference mid table. Bunch of interesting games coming up today. The Warriors play the Grizzlies. I am excited to watch this one. One Clay Thompson, uh, first away game. Lot of pressure. Lot of little less eyeballs than what was on him on the first game. But I hope he continues to play regular basketball. Now, I mean, all that coming back into the league and coming back after nine hundred days and all that is over. Now it's back to regular basketball. And I really hope that we get to see the Clay Thompson we knew from all these years. Yeah, so one and, question. but mm-hmm. white side went to utah so you are telling me first of all i had no clue secondly mm-hmm. you are telling me there is no team that needs a big man that is still 3 years later waiting to take a punt on white side miami yes. chucked them out portland chucked them out yes now apparently sacramento said bye bye he's yes. in utah i don't know why because they have go bear it's not yes. like he's going to be their primary <laughs> choice why does the league hate hasan white side so much I, i know he's an offensive liability but there are tons of teams where they could just use the rebounds and the rim protection i i agree i agree i, I have no idea i mean you should you should actually watch hasan hasan white side's highlights yesterday he had the one of the best shackles of this season <laughs> he just threw away an open there's nobody around the basket he got the ball free rebound and then he passed it to the other guy that explains it i told you offensive liability i wasn't kidding <laughs> this is not even offense was under his own basket <laughs> oh damn it it could have been worse remember that guy who went for a rebound tipped it into his own basket that was one of the greatest acting moments uh, moments ever Uh, on that note i'll call an end to this episode uh, if you have not watched that hasan white side moment you have to go and watch it is one of the funniest moments of the year i'll come back and talk to you tomorrow the grizz and the warriors play out uh, that will be a fun game to discuss about uh, see fun. you tomorrow alright man just hey if you enjoyed this podcast don't forget to check out our other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app ivmpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts you can also follow us on our social media We're at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to us, and you know you do, you know you want to reach out to us and tell us that our opinions on your favorite players are trash. You want to tell us Magic Johnson is still better than Steph Curry, and you don't think Steph Curry has changed the game. For all that and more, reach out to us on both Instagram and Twitter. If you love cricket, listen up. The Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast is here for you. Hosted by DJ Varun and me Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh fans' point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us. Sometimes we have guests, including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast on the IBM app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts. Working Monday to Friday, glued to your chair, making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your five-minute weekly dose of travel around the world. 
with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website or wherever you get your podcast from.